Welcome to Be Your Own Best Coach with JJ, the podcast. I believe that the best coach you can ever have is that one person that is staring straight back at you every morning in the mirror, you. Join me in discovering some key strategies so that you can create an empowered life and inspire others to live theirs. Your journey to being your own best coach starts right now. Hello there, it's JJ and I am thrilled that you have chosen to listen to this podcast today. I am recording from Australia and we are in the midst of a pandemic where the coronavirus has gone global and is affecting millions and billions of people around the world. And what has happened is because of this pandemic, there is so much uncertainty in the world. And so I felt that it was fitting to talk to you guys about how we have our relationship with fear. What is our relationship with fear? Now, there's two types of fear I want to talk about. There's a great fear. Now, the great fear is the fear that keeps us alive. It keeps us alive, guys. So if we're walking down the street and a big bus or a truck is is driving past, we know the fear of getting hit. We know to move back and make sure that we're safe. So we have a fear that protects us and keeps us alive. Now, that's a great fear. Now, there's another fear that we have, which is I call it the false evidence appearing real. It feels like real fear. In fact, you could be walking down the street or walking in the bush and you could jump and and jump up and down and go, wow, there's a snake right there. And you might look and maybe it's not a snake. Maybe it's a piece of hose. However, the feeling of thinking that it was a snake still makes you feel the same feelings as if that was a real snake there. False evidence appearing real. Now, these fears, this false evidence appearing real, this fear, we can create stories in our mind around events happening in our life to create and expand fear. So something could happen in your life, an event could happen in your life, and you're thinking, what if, what if this happened? Oh, no, and you're thinking of all the the negative stuff that could happen in your life. And and as you're thinking about one thing, then it expands and it's bigger and bigger and bigger, and you blow it up. So I want to talk to you guys about the difference of having that great fear that's protecting us and keeping us alive, and then having the fear of false evidence appearing real, and being able to determine which one is which. Now, I love, I love sayings, and I love the story of Alice in Wonderland. And when Alice says, this is impossible, and the Mad Hatter says, only if you believe it is. So I'll say that again. Alice says, this is impossible, and the Mad Hatter says, only if you believe it is. Now, I know that so many of us around the world right now with all of the uncertainty, the business owners of the world maybe be thinking, well, you know, I'm challenged in my business right now. How can I see past that? But I think that saying is a really beautiful one. This is impossible 
only if you believe it is. And again, when we're fearful, we don't or we can't come from a space of creativity. We can't come from a space of expanding the possibilities in our world because being fearful keeps us stuck. If we're thinking about the false evidence appearing real, that fear, it will create stories that will create stuckness, if that's a word. I'm going to create that word anyway. It will keep us stuck, guys, because we're so freaking fearful to move. So today, it's really about being the hero of your life, not the victim. How can we continue to be the heroes of our life, not the victim? And I love what Tony Robbins says. Tony Robbins says this saying, and it's really served me well. He says, life is is not happening to us. Life is happening for us. If you think about that, life is not happening to us. Life is happening for us. Now, I think about any challenges that I've had in my life. And if I think about that is happening to me, this challenge is happening to me, life is happening to me, it's a very different feeling than life is happening for me because then I'm looking for the beauty, I'm looking for the learnings, I'm looking for all the things that I'm going to receive from this challenge. Now, when we're talking about fear and false evidence appearing real, the fear that's not serving us sometimes, I want you to think about those of you that are not driving and you've got a notebook maybe in front of you, drawing two circles. And one circle could be the event in your life. And the other circle can be story. Now, the event is the facts of what happens in the world. So, for instance, if I was walking past you and I rolled my eyes, the event, the actual facts are that maybe JJ walked four steps, turned head right, rolled eyes to the right and stepped two more steps. That's the event. You cannot get a feeling or an emotion from the event itself. You need to create a story around the event to get the emotion. Now, that story can either be an empowering story or it can be a disempowering story. A disempowering story can put fear into you. So what could happen is someone could make it mean something that's disempowering. So JJ doesn't like me. Uh, If I'm I'm the person's boss, it could be uh, my boss doesn't like me. Maybe I'm going to get the sack. Maybe my job's in, in jeopardy. Whatever story we create around an event. Now, it could be an empowering story. It could be JJ needs my support right now. She looks like she needs some love and comfort and support and friendship and maybe I'll reach out to her. Maybe there's a different story that you can create around that same event. Therefore, you get a completely different emotion. Now, I want to talk to you guys about the feeling of fear because as a public speaking coach, what I see a lot of and one of the biggest questions I get is, how do I control nerves, JJ? How do I control nerves with public speaking? And the interesting thing is I dissect and talk to the guys about, firstly, there's two two things that come back for me in regards to 
controlling nerves or dissipating nerves altogether. One is when you're not thinking about you and serving others, then your nerves will completely dissipate. And the reason for that is if you think about when you're speaking, public speaking, to get nervous, you must think about yourself. So you might be saying things like, am I good enough? I hope they like me. I hope I remember what I've got to say. You're making it about you. And therefore, you're getting fearful and anxious and all of those feelings that go with that. If you switch the dialogue to say, how will I serve? I can't wait to bring out the best in people. It completely shifts your attitude and thought process and flow in regards to how you're going to look at the situation. So being able to think about others rather than you is a huge, huge difference in regards to how you're going to be feeling. Now, the other thing is what are you calling? Now, when you're thinking about I'm nervous before public speaking or nervous at any, maybe it's a race or whatever you're going to do, maybe you're a singer, you're performing or a comedian, and you get these feelings in your stomach or your chest or your heavy breathing or you're getting the sweaty palms. When you get an indication, it's like the anchor, it's like a trigger, that trigger, whatever that trigger is for you. What are you calling that trigger? Now, for me, before I do any of my events, I could have, you know, a couple hundred people that I'm about to to perform or to be able to serve. And what happens is I get this feeling in my tummy, down the bottom of my tummy. Now, what do I call that feeling? Now, I could call it, I'm anxious. I could call it, I'm scared. I could call it, I'm stressed. I could call it whatever I want. But if you think about it, when I'm naming it, I'm naming that feeling. If I name it, I'm anxious or I'm scared or I'm stressed, I'm telling myself that that's what I am. Now, imagine I have exactly the same feeling. I feel the butterflies or the tightness in my tummy and I say to myself, oh, growth's about to happen right now. Or I can feel a breakthrough coming on. Or this is a learning opportunity for me. I can feel changes just around the corner. Or I'm really excited right now. Now it's the same feeling in the tummy, but I've named it something differently that is then going to serve me going forward. So your body, when you're naming it and you're you're telling yourself how you're feeling right there and then. The other thing with fear is that when you're Feeling, you might be feeling a little bit anxious. You can rename it and then you can change your physiology. You can change the way you hold your body. So you can go for a walk, put your shoulders back, look up. If you see someone when they're doing depression, they do it very similarly. What happens is they look down, they hunch their shoulders and they're slow paced. And then they're telling themselves stuff in their head. So they might be saying, I'm not good enough or whatever crap they're saying to themselves. And in a tonality voice that is a negative tonality sounding voice. So it might be slow, it might be down. And then they're holding their body in a way that isn't serving them. So again, we put our shoulders back, our head up, 
we start to say things differently because when we communicate to ourselves, it's the things that we say, it's the tonality of our voice, and it's the way we move our body. So if we want to shift the way we feel, if we're not feeling amazing and we want to feel amazing in that moment, we need to shift those three things. What are we saying in our head? How are we saying it? And move our body in a different way. Clarity comes. Marie Forleo, I read her book and I absolutely loved her book, uh, Everything is Figureoutable. I loved it. And one of the things that Marie says is clarity comes from engagement, not thought. Clarity comes from engagement, not thought. We need to move. We need to take action. So when those of you that are business owners and at the moment in the pandemic, you might be feeling fear and feeling stuck, change the way that you're speaking to yourself. Change the tonality of your voice. Change the way that you're moving your body and take action. Even if it's little steps, little steps, like writing three things in your journal and ticking them off, ringing one person, connecting with one person, reading a book, whatever it might be for you, take the one step that's going to get you close to your goal. If you want to write a book, write one page of your book. It's going to get you close. It's the little things that create the big things. And the other thing I saw in Marie Forleo's book is that she said, Failure is just an event. It is not a characteristic. People can't be failures. And that's in Marie Folio's book. Failure is just an event. It is not a characteristic. People can't be failures. There's so much fear that can be built up by people thinking, I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail. If you're not failing... And if you're not making mistakes, and this is what I say to my clients, you're not stretching yourself enough because anything that you do for the first time as you're stretching, as you're growing, you must make mistakes because that's how you learn. If you haven't done it before, of course you're going to make mistakes. So embrace the fact that you're moving forward and you're making some mistakes and you can learn from those mistakes and that you're moving forward, you've taken the steps. And I love this from, from Marie's book. It says, fail, a, fa- a faithful attempt in learning. That's what failure, failure is, a faithful attempt in learning. You're learning. And the other thing that was said was a fall is never final unless you stay on the ground. I love, I love, I love, I love that. So in our businesses right now, all around the globe with the pandemic happening. Uh, it's a pandemic right now, but in a year's time or in six months' time or a 10, 10 years' time, there's always going to be challenges that come in our life. Like the, our life, the world, is created with challenges built in. And it's up for us to be able to embrace those challenges and learn from them and grow from them. And I think the bigger the challenge the most important time for us is to step back and say, who are we becoming from this challenge? Because this is an opportunity for us to become and to, to become even more of what we're, we're capable of being. 
And right now in business, it's never about our resources. It's never about our resources. Wherever we are right now and wherever our business is right now, it's not about our resources, guys. It's about our resourcefulness. How resourceful can we be? How can how resourceful can we be? Now, thinking of the fear and our relationship with fear, it's so important how we filter in information right now, particularly with the pandemic, particularly because I can tell you when you put on that TV or you listen to the radio or you get on social media, most of the stuff that is on there is crap. It's negative shit. And so I call it garbage in and garbage out. If you put enough garbage in your mind, some of it has to come out, right? Some of it has to stick because what we focus on and what we feed our mind is often what we get. So if we're filling it with all negativity, then some of it's going to stick and it's going to shift our focus. And it will then create an emotion for us. Again, very similar to talking about the story and the emotion. If we create, if we're filling our mind with negative stuff for what the media, social media uh, is, is you know, telling us, then some of it's going to stick and it's going to give us an emotion. And that emotion could be fear. We could name it fear if we want to. So we need to be a guardian of our minds at these times. We've got to make sure what comes in, we've got to filter what goes in. So I don't know what your rules are, but my rules are that I might get a snippet of the, the news and then that is it. I'll, I'll get a snippet to see where we're at right now with the pandemic and then I don't look at it again. And definitely I don't look at it late at night when I'm going to go to sleep. So I get a snippet and then I fill my mind with all amazing stuff. So it would be today I went for a walk. I have uh, listened to a podcast when I went for my walk. And I also listened to really upbeat music, which filled my mind with, with some music. And then I've read a couple of pages from different books and filled my mind with that. So whatever you you decide, choose how you're going to fill your mind. Be a guardian of your mind. Be really strict with what, what goes in there. And that also means the people that you meet and the people that you surround yourself with. Because if you've got all negative Nancys around you, Apologies for any Nancy that's listening right now. I'm sure you're not one of those negative Nancys. <laughs> but if you've got negative Nancys around you and they're in your ear, again, some of it's going to stick. So the people that you surround yourself with, are they empowering you? Are they challenging you in a really beautiful way? So think about that because the people around you, the information around you will, will stick. And You need to have a really clear focus of where you want to go and who you want to be. And often wherever your focus goes, energy flows, right? So Tony Robbins, I love Tony Robbins, who I think is one of the best peak performance coaches in the world. He says about empowering questions. Now, empowering questions are we often, we walk around asking ourselves questions all the time in our head, sometimes out loud, if you're crazy like me. But these questions that you're asking in your head that unconsciously just happen from moment to moment, day to day, week by week, 
they choose they they help you choose your focus right and and they bring again the emotion of how you feel now you can have really disempowering questions that happen in your head right now with a pandemic or when there's a challenge happening in your life and it might you might be saying why me why is life so hard what's wrong with me what's happening to this world around me it's like it, what you know what what's going on in this world is crazy you might be saying all these words or in, all these questions now if i'm saying what is wrong with me if that's what i'm saying as a question in my head your brain is so intelligent that it answers it it has to seek for an answer so if i'm saying what's wrong with me your brain will search for an answer and will find something wrong with you because it has to answer the question. Does that make sense? So if I'm saying, what's wrong with me? I'll say, well, this is what's wrong with you. You know, you're not smart enough. You're not good looking enough or whatever. So the the questions we ask ourselves in our mind every day matters. So what questions are you asking yourself? These are some questions that I often ask myself and I've I've really made sure that these are part of my makeup now because I'm so conditioned to asking myself these questions, particularly at challenging times. So I'll ask myself questions like this. So when there's a challenge put to me, I might say in my head, what's good about this? Who am I becoming right now? What can I learn from this? How can I make this better? Who can I serve? Now, these are some questions that I ask on a continual basis. What's good about this? Who am I becoming? What can I learn from this? How can I make this better? Who can I serve? How can I be a better version of me? So when I'm asking myself these questions, again, my mind is looking for the answers. So what's good about this? Well, this, JJ. And and I can tell you that there's been times in my life where I've been hit with really big challenges and I've asked myself the question, what's good about this? Because I'm so conditioned to do, to ask myself that question. And I, I have to be transparent with you. Sometimes the brain comes back with nothing. <laughs> it's like what's good about this well nothing's good about this and then I say something is good about this search for it what's good about it or if if there was something good about it what would be good about it and so I dig even more and because I've been asking myself these questions for so many years now it's got easier and easier and easier because we're so programmed to think and behave in a certain way that we can deprogram ourselves. Is that a word? I'm not sure, but I'll say it is. We could deprogram ourselves if the programming we have isn't serving us. If we're asking ourselves disempowering questions, if we're filling our mind with that and we don't want to do that anymore, then let's shift and let's shift to questions that are going to empower us and move our focus. Because remember, where focus goes, energy flows. And so suddenly we're looking at, we're asking ourselves questions like, how can I serve? Who am I becoming? What can I learn from this? And that that whole way of thinking completely shifts and your performance will shift because you're looking at different things. Now, the other thing I will say about fear 
is when you're grateful and you're appreciative of everything around you and and I one of the things I do think that's happened out of this pandemic is that it has made us all so much more humble because it's taken us back to being with our families more being appreciative of what we have from toilet paper. Those of you overseas might be thinking, what is she talking about? But in Australia, we had toilet paper went from the shelves for I don't know what reason. But all those things that we can really be more humble and say, well, we are really blessed right now. We are so blessed with what we have. We Most of us have a house over our head. Uh, we have our the people that love us. We have our health. And I know some of you may be thinking, hey, JJ, I haven't got that yet. I haven't got a house, so I'm living in my car right now. But I know that when you practice gratitude, that there is always, always something to be grateful for. And I know for myself, every day I practice gratitude, every morning I wake up and the first thing I say in my head is, I'm so grateful for being alive today. Because not everyone has the opportunity to be alive today. Not everyone. You know, there's so many people in the world that don't wake up. That day that I woke up, when I celebrate my birthday, I'm 50 now, I'll be 51 this year. And I'm grateful because not everyone hits that target. So for me, it's like, wow, a few more wrinkles. Hey, so be it. I'm grateful for being alive right now. So once we start to celebrate being grateful even more and, and humbling ourselves and saying maybe it's not all the grand things that we need in our life and really getting back to basics and connection with people and thinking of others then it's a beautiful thing and the the fear really dissipates because you're focusing on all the things that you already have abundance is all around us already so i i hope and i trust that those things that i've talked about has has made you think a little bit differently about fear we need to at this time to focus on what we can control, not we can't or not what we can't control. There is a lot of uncertainty in the world, but there's also some certainty that you can always have, which is within you. And trust and faith, whatever that means for you, and trusting that everything's going to be okay. And so where you focus and what you feed in your mind is so important to where you're going to go next. And so we can either, at these times, we can either retreat and be fearful or we can lean in and be the leaders of our life. So till next time, I'd love to see you on my next podcast. Until next time, remember to be your own best coach. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Be Your Own Best Coach with JJ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and follow me on Instagram at JJ Speaker Coach. And remember to live with insatiable passion. 
create an empowered life and inspire others to live theirs.